Welcome to the Generation Arrow podcast. Generation Arrow provides wisdom and instruction for raising children to fulfill their God-given purpose. And now here's our host, author, teacher, and leader mom, Keely Schaefer. Well, hey there, family. I hope you all have been having a great week. You know, I love this time of year because in Houston, our summers are brutal. And with all that high heat, we have very high humidity. So it's not very enjoyable to be outside. Uh, We run the air condition constantly. We love our AC. But we've seen a bit of a shift in the weather. It's been about 10 or 15 degrees cooler. And hey, I'm going to take it. Now, we don't get all the pretty leaves like some of y'all, and yes, I am a bit jealous of that. Don't take it for granted, people. It's so wonderful. Look at your trees. Enjoy the grandeur and the beauty of all the glorious colors that you're getting to see. But a little break from the heat is good enough for us here in Houston for our fall I'm going to put up my fall wreaths this weekend. I I think that's about all I'm going to do as far as decorating. I know people who they've got their pumpkins up and their apple spiced candles going in their homes. And for all you people who have all your fall decor up, God bless you. Send us some pics because my wreaths, that's it. That's all I'm going to do. But if you're gifted at that, I love it. Go for it. And I'll be coming to your house soon and you can take me on your fall tour. But with October comes Halloween. And in today's show, I'm going to talk about ghosts, goblins, and zombies. Is it just scary family fun? And I will be very clear about some things. And for many of you, it will be the first time you've ever heard anything like this. So stick with me and I promise you're going to say, wow, I'm glad I listened all the way through. But before we get into the meat of things, I do want to remind you that Generation Arrow, we have an awesome Instagram page and a Facebook page. And I'm always posting. I always make sure I post Whenever the podcast is coming up, and I usually always give you a little teaser audio clip as well as what we're going to talk about. We've got inspirational parenting quotes, Bible verses, all things parenting, and I even have some videos that I may or may not be dancing in. You'll just have to check it out, and I'm going to leave those links to those pages in my show notes. So, Halloween. You've got Christians who are totally against Halloween, and then you got those who are actually marking off their calendar because they can't wait for Halloween. Now, this podcast today, it's not going to focus on whether you should celebrate Halloween or have your kids do something else on that day or nothing at all, but I want to talk about certain aspects that I've seen families embrace that they may not realize uh, are negatively impacting their children. I've always found it interesting that we try to protect our children all year long uh, from things that could upset them or make them feel unsafe, but somehow on Halloween... All of a sudden, it's okay to pull out all the stops. Let's scare them with ghosts and goblins and zombies and witches and tombstones and bony skeleton hands and bloody knives and gore. Because why? It's fun. Yay. 
I know it's scary any other day, but today, kids, have a blast. Enjoy yourselves. And you may say, Keely, this is harmless. You are overreacting. Chill out. Y'all, you know me well enough by now that I'm always going to point you to the Word of God. So let's go to John 14, 27. It says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So Jesus was commanding us here to not allow our hearts to fear. Did you realize we have a choice whether to fear? Apparently so, because Jesus was telling us not to allow ourselves to fear. Let not our hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So as parents, we have to be very watchful not to promote opportunities that will spark fear in our kids. We have to be very cautious about teaching our children to equate fear with fun. Now, Kevin and I, we had very specific guidelines for Halloween. Our kids, they could dress up in costumes, but they couldn't be gruesome costumes, scary ones. In our church, uh, it would normally have a fall festival on Halloween evening, and we'd go to that. And my kids, they always had a great time. They'd play games. They'd get plenty of candy. Now, very rarely did we go door to door in our neighborhood for candy. It's kind of a different day, isn't it? Many of us don't even know our neighbors anymore. You know, we have lots of renters in our neighborhood. I know we do, and lots of people moving in and out. And it's probably not the greatest idea to accept candy from just anyone. I was thinking about when I was a kid and my parents allowed me to go trick-or-treating and we'd just go to anybody's house. We'd eat anything that they gave us. I don't know if some of y'all could relate to this, but we used to get homemade popcorn balls from people or candied apples. We'd get them home. We'd peel off that plastic wrap and we'd just gobble it right up. We didn't have any idea who made them. We didn't give it a second thought. Our parents obviously didn't, and we were fine, but not in this day. Can you imagine? No, let's, let's not do that. But when it comes to our kids, parents, we are the gatekeepers. We have to be very diligent to guard our children's hearts from fear-provoking images and, and situations. I know of families who sit down together and they watch horror movies for entertainment. Y'all, that is just not a good idea. I'm reminded of a call that I answered when I was serving on staff in the member care department of our church. This woman, she was absolutely frantic, and she said that she needed a pastor to come to her house as soon as possible. So when I asked her what was going on, she said that her window blinds had been going up and down by themselves, and some of their doors were opening and closing on their own, and she and her teenage sons, they were freaking out. So a few days later, one of our pastors went over there to her home, 
And he told the mother and her sons that they were the ones that ultimately had the greatest authority in their home and that they were the ones that were going to pray. And he instructed them on how to pray as they walked through the home. And when they got to the game room area, uh, my pastor noticed a large DVD storage shelf and his eyes focused on this big selection of horror movies all lined up in a row. And he said to them, we have to be mindful to close any open doors to the enemy. And these movies are welcoming the presence of fear in your home. You see, this family, they didn't realize that they were inviting spiritual darkness into their home under the facade of entertainment. And some of you may say, oh, that stuff isn't real. It's just fantasy. Hmm. Okay. Well, where do you think the ideas of these movies come from? How can these movie writers channel such diabolical storylines? Where are they getting all this creativity? Well, family, it is not from God. 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. God is not the author of fear. So if God isn't writing the script, who is? Ding, 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 ding. It's the devil. It's the devil. And don't forget, there is a spiritual world out there. Ephesians 6, 12. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when someone tells me they saw a ghost or whatever, I don't flip out because things like that can happen. But I can tell you this, and this may be something y'all haven't ever heard before, so listen up. Ghosts aren't really the person who died. The Bible says that when someone dies, that they are absent from the body and present with the Lord. Now, I imagine that once they see the Lord after they've died, they'll be pointed towards heaven or hell, depending on their choice here on earth, whether to choose Jesus or not. But they aren't coming back to earth, guys. They're not coming back. So a ghost is not that person. In Leviticus 19.31, it talks about familiar spirits. What is a familiar spirit? These are demonic entities that are assigned to a person through their lifetime. They know everything about that person. They know what they've said. They know how they look. They know how they act. Everything. So they are able to portray that they are that person to the T. And why is this dangerous to interact with an entity like this? Because it diverts our attention away from God. And we may begin to look at this entity for comfort, direction, totally get off on the wrong path. Plus, we open ourselves up 
unknowingly to this demonic realm, which it's not going to go well doing that either. We don't have to be afraid of these things, and we have the authority through the name of Jesus to tell anything not of God to go and never come back in Jesus' name. But what I'm getting at here is we don't want to invite stuff like this into our homes and playfully mess around with them through what we're watching or listening to. And especially with what our kids are watching and listening to. And just on a little side path, this is the same thing going for fortune tellers or mediums who say they can give you messages from your loved one who's passed. I remember there was this show on a while back. I'm not sure if it's even still on. I didn't ever watch it, but I knew what it was about. And it was about this lady who was a medium. And she'd share these heartfelt messages to people from those who died, uh, from their loved ones. And I knew Christian families who sat around and binge watched this series Again, this lady, she wasn't really talking to that person. She was talking to a familiar spirit. But most people didn't know that. In Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12, it says, When you enter the land that God, your God, is giving you, don't take on the abominable ways of life of the nations there. Don't you dare sacrifice your son or daughter in the fire. Don't practice divination, sorcery, fortune-telling, witchery, casting spells, holding seances, or channeling with the dead. People who do these things are an abomination to God. So we don't want to mess around with anything like that. I was very careful to ask myself before I watched anything or allowed my kids to watch something, is this going to build fear in me or in my kids in any way. So don't just tune out when your kids are watching TV, even some of their cartoons or certain episodes of their regularly watched programs. And for sure, video games, they can have things that may provoke fear in your kids. I was very mindful about it. And that even meant around Halloween, None of my kids were going to go to the haunted house with their group of friends. I had to tell them, no, I'm not going to purposely pay for someone to plant fear in my kids. And I was even cautious about kidnapping shows or murder shows, crime shows, sudden disaster shows like airplane crashes where people were just taken out suddenly. Because I didn't want that stuff floating around in my heart. I didn't want those images to take root in my mind. When I went on a cruise, well, I've been on a couple of them now, but I was really wishing I hadn't watched Titanic. Seriously. I had to fight some fears that were welling up about my boat sinking that I didn't even know were there. So the Holy Spirit will give you a check when you shouldn't be watching something. I've caught myself many times where he'll say, Keely, are you sure you want that in your heart? And I'll change the channel. 
And so you've got to think about that with your kids. Mom, dad, are you sure you want that in your kid's heart? In episode five of Combating Depression and Anxiety with Your Kids, it's part two, I went into detail about fear. And one of the things I mentioned was you can't cuddle with fear. Oh, I can handle it, Keely. It's not a big deal. Uh, Yes, it is. So that means we can't allow our kids to play around with it, hug it, love on it in one moment, and then turn around and say, don't be scared, sweetie. You'll be okay. You've got to show them that fear is not their friend. It's their enemy. Fearful images, movies, stories, all these things can take root into a child's mind and in their subconscious, ready to be played out at any time in their lives. And you know what is so nice? If your kids don't have a bunch of fearful junk stored up in their hearts, they're not going to have bad dreams. My kids, they didn't wake me up to say that they had a bad dream because they didn't have them. Isn't that amazing? Do you see the correlation here? So I want you to think twice about all this spooky, scary stuff. It's not fun. There's a driving spirit behind it, and it's fear. And every time it's embraced, it's planting a seed that quietly grows under the surface, and it will eventually come out in your kids. It may be through bad dreams. It could be fear of other people, a fear of germs, a a fear of dying, fear of failure, uh, lack of self-confidence. So everything we hear and see either feeds our faith or feeds our fears. Fear, it actually erodes the faith that we have stored up in our heart. And we don't want that to happen because when adversity comes or maybe like a health challenge pops up, we want to make sure that our faith tank is filled to the brim and we are ready for a victorious battle. We don't want to reach in there in that tank to fight and all that is in there is fear. That's not going to help us at all. We have to be prepped and our kids, they have to be prepped and ready to go. This is serious business, family. We are living in the end times and we don't have time to play around with fear. We've got to be full of faith ready to resist fear at any given moment and believe God and his promises. Now, I know I touched on some things that you may have never even considered about fear, but I pray that God shines his light on this to help you see possible doors of fear that may have been opened either purposely or unintentionally. I want to lead you in a prayer before we close. Family, we don't want fear in our homes. Dear God, forgive me where I failed in the area of fear. Help me, Holy Spirit, to be mindful of the things I'm allowing into my home and into my children's hearts. I know you've not given us a spirit of fear, and it is not welcome in my family. We open our lives 
to your presence, your love, and your power. May our hearts be overflowing with faith in you, Lord, and your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. If I could leave you with just one more thought, starve fear from your kids' hearts. It will be worth it. So family, until next time, be abundantly blessed and may our arrows be mighty on the earth. We hope this podcast has enriched your life and given you some valuable resources on raising your children. For more information about Generation Arrow, visit our website at generationarrow.life. That's generationarrow.life. And may our arrows be mighty on the earth.